welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's the podcast about rugby, and I'm very pleased to say we have a full house here this evening. So I'll, I'll start the furthest afield. Ben, how are you? Um, wondering yourself, Adam. Uh, I'm all right. Can't complain. Um, the weather here in Joburg has been pretty nice. So uh, it's good times. Uh, how's life on the island? Yeah, it's good. Uh, the weather here is temperate, I would say. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt, if that's indication. Oh, very nice. And uh, Alex, he's here from Cape Town. How are you, Alex? Um, good, thanks. Thanks for having me, Adam. Um, oh. Yeah, the weather actually, if we're on the topic, it's fine. It's been surprisingly good. Um, it's a bit chilly, but the sun's been out, so we're able to do some laundry. Um, oh, what a win. As a as a parent is, is a good thing. Yes. Um, I was just trying to think, yeah, it hardly rains in... Joburg in the winter, which people would have seen if it wasn't for COVID because of the Lions Tour. Very sad, but uh, so I don't have that those problems. Matt, do you have any laundry problems? Um, Not being a parent? No, today we did all right. But yeah, no, shit just takes forever to dry in Cape Town. Like, it's stupid. If you don't get it out on the line by eight, you're fucked. Matt, but don't you just buy new clothes every day because of all the money you have from not having children? I mean, there is that, but no, sometimes you've got to buy, I watch bedding, Ben. I mean, I've got to watch that. I can only go so far. Just buy new clothes. Yeah, true. It's, it's hard game. to find. It's hard to find Spider-Man bed sheets. So you've got especially to especially in the really kick. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah, especially. If you find me, just get like ten sets. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Like, like you know, when you find like a, a pair of shorts and you're like, oh, I'm gonna lay into this. I'm buying this in khaki, grey, and dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think yeah, I've got like three pairs of the same denim shorts for that reason. One in black, one right. in two blue. Oh, you you got it. Like when you like that, that's part of shopping as an adult, realizing like, listen, I'm gonna regret it if I don't buy multiples of this. Yeah, these are these yeah. are hella comfy, and I look like John Cena in them. Nice. Oh, but can people so people can't see you? Exactly. Yeah, but it's how, like ninja how, attire. But, but how does nobody? How does anyone know that you look like John Cena in that? Ooh, well, it's yeah, It's between me and Jesus and John Cena, really. That's what I look like. <laughs> and the Undertaker, since he always comes back, uh, like uh, I'm gonna leave it there. That was just. Yeah, Adam, Adam, I, I don't think you know enough to play this game, to be honest. No, I, don't. I think I'm one of those people who tries to be funny and it just turns to shit so i think we'll, we'll just we'll leave it there uh, for now but yes the last tour is still going on speaking of shit and shithousery um jesus it just got worse hey <laughs> yeah because i mean <laughs> there was an entire fucking video that came like an, <laughs> a fucking ted talk came out between us recording last <laughs> yeah i mean you, you, you know we, we always say fuck shit always happens on tuesday after we record and this was like the biggest fucking like hour of content like just yeah, it's. I mean, I remember watching the video. I mean, I watched about 20, 30 minutes of it, and I just could, I could not keep telling myself how unprecedented it was that Rassi was just being such a puss. No, he wasn't, <laughs> no, he wasn't being a puss. No, no, no but, but, but very measured. Like yeah. everything he said was incredibly measured. <laughs> no, yeah, but, but no, I'm, ta- no. I'm taking no, from World Rugby's perspective as being a dick. Just no, no, but 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 uh, with this, because I've given this some thought, because you know I don't work very hard. Um, and Rusty is essentially a disruptor. And that's, th- this yeah. is the problem. The status quo was inherently against South Africa for whatever reason. Mm. This was mm. because, you know, the, the status quo favored, it favored the, the Northern Hemisphere. It favored sort of the big dogs, the sort of like the established people. Because cause they got to be in a position and they said, yes, we'll... Um, you know, we trust in the systems. Of course they fucking trust in the systems because the systems work for them because mm, they yeah. created the systems. They don't want people to deviate from the systems because they've yeah. kind of, they, they've got, you know, they've got us sort of trapped in by play. We effectively now have to play the game by their rules. This mm. is the, the extended game, the sort of media media game, et cetera, et cetera. Not even the media game, like the the... The team, yeah, comp, so the, the team choices the, and all, the, which is what I think sparked this whole thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the process to, and you know, like what Rassi did is, technically, it's within the rules. There's nothing to say you can't, um, you know, it's all, it's a it's a it's an understanding and unwritten rule. 
that you mm. can't go criticize. I don't really like the way it happened, to be honest. It came off as a bit pathetic. But let's be frank, guys, it worked. Yeah. The the, the refs treated us with far more respect. They they had a you know, they were they were wary. Mm. I don't, I would say if anything the game was called more in South Africa's favour. Which to be frank, we seldom get a game that's called which more. Is uh, exactly what happened when Gatlin immediately like lashed out at Yonker the week before. It's exactly yeah, how the wheels but, spun in their favour. Like. But 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 also the sort of the, the secondary thing of this is if you look at look at what's happening in the media today, all the Lions players are being crucified. Oaks are saying, fucking get rid of Hog, get rid of the whole front row. Mm. Um, Jones is an old man. What he's doing here? <laughs> well, he's got a concussion Law, from Navidi, uh, What the fuck did Bigger do all game? All the criticisms straight on their players. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What Rassi did is after that Springbok defeat, where a lot of players didn't play well, what did he do? He, he just took... He took all that pressure onto himself. No, no, said, no, 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 no. Yaku Johan isn't Rassi. Someone else yeah. took all the pressure first. <laughs> yeah, well, <you laughs> Some know. secrets. <laughs> yeah, but but that's what he did. He brought all that all that negative media attention. Now now focused on whatever fucking shit show Rassi was conducting. Which is and a... it allowed his it allows his players to work on what was going on and to sort their shit out. So in my mind it was a I didn't like the way it happened, but it, it was actually a fucking masterstroke and even the playing field, and that's what we, we wanted. Yeah, I think that, that last sentence probably summed it up for me as well. Like, I don't think it was... I mean, I, I'm still on the fence about the whole thing. Like, I, I can see why he did it, and, like, he was obviously, obviously frustrated. And, I mean, some of the incidents he highlighted, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, you're, you're getting a bit petty at this point. I, yeah. I, think, I think the video would have been more effective if he'd only focused on the disrespecting Sierra as a captain. Yeah, yeah. That, that I think was a big thing. And um, it was somehow uh, a couple of the, yeah, I mean, yeah, the rap calls oh, the, you really the, didn't the, need the, to do. like Yeah, the, the, the Hamish Watson thing, maybe Curry lifting up uh, Ox in the one scrum. Yeah, especially yeah, because like, that we, was so obviously in front of Barry. Well, and, and, Bryce Barry was like, and Barry was like, Bryce Lawrence yeah, tells you what I'm thinking back to. <laughs> but uh, Barry was like deliberately not, like I don't understand what he was even fucking looking at. He was looking at like the Springbok. Because I mean, by the end of that, Fox was eye level with Barry. Yeah, it it was like he was looking at like the the eighth man for the British. Like, 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 yeah. He's like what, asking what he Ox to duck down and can't see through him. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, it, it it was a bit um, yeah. So anyway, I, I think you know what I I gave an analogy to um to my wife. I said it's like imagine someone's bullying your kid. Okay. Hmm. Tricky for me, and, but I'll try. And, yeah, and obviously there are mechanisms, you know, you can report them to the principal or tell the kid's parents or whatever. And that might resolve the issue. It might not. Okay, especially if the principal and the kid's parents are just telling you to fuck off and laughing at you. Okay. Yeah. Or you can go take the kid behind the school and fuck him up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I you feel know, like it's... those are the only options, but okay. Yeah, okay, that's extreme. <laughs> but, but okay, um... You know, it's 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 wrong. You shouldn't do that. But will it work? Yes. Yes. <laughs> through fear, through fear and and psychological trauma. I guess I guess maybe it maybe an equivalent would be you know you you start a Nazi social media campaign against the bully or whatever. But I think yeah. my my Things are involved. Yeah. Things I mean, are I, I guess. I just, uh, it, you know, the so I think you're 100 percent right, Ben. Like I think, um, so like I said, I was on the fence about some of the things he covered in the video, but I think it was my stroke to to like leak the video in the first place, and it does exactly what you're saying. Like it took a lot of the attention off the players, onto Rossi himself, and ultimately, you know, while that was going on in the media, he was obviously obviously harder work coaching. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, why, why does he just like, coaching with Shagni about Naba? And you're like, okay, well, as usual with social media arguments, like there's more than one hour of the day. Um, so obviously he was doing both. Um, I just, you know, for me, I, I, I like this. I like the version of Rassi we've seen in the past. 
where like he's had no qualms about like shit housing his his opponents like in the run up to the um to the, the England final and um even in the run up to the first test like he so I'm picking up a bit of background noise to someone. Adam. Sorry. I, I assume it's Adam. What? I'm picking up a lot of background noise. What are you doing? Um, uh, well, maybe, maybe it's me because I can't show anything. Okay. Um, but anyway, like, I would have enjoyed it more if, if I had done it in his, his usual sort of, you know, uh, tongue-in-cheek manner. Which would have like taken the piss out of Gatland a little bit more, but it did come across as like a bit of sour grapes in the wake of the loss of the first test, and you know that's a look I particularly enjoy. But uh, <clears throat> from a rugby analysis point of view, I thought the video was really interesting, and there were a lot of really stupid arguments in the social media about it. Um, one of my my uh, favorites was people who were like, oh, Rusty was like nitpicking. And you're like, well, obviously, if you're playing like a, a couch or an armchair and analyst, you took in years. It's nitpicking to be like this guy into this rack from the side or whatever. But like, that's literally his job. So, like, whether you made a video about it or not is one thing. But like the fact that he went to that level of detail shouldn't really surprise people. It might come as a disappointment, but like that's pretty much his entire job. So uh, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, like he he had the impact that he wanted to, I guess. Um, and I, I do think that the refereeing. I I don't agree that the calls went Saskia's way. I think maybe the bounce of the ball went our way. But for me, it was a very well-refereed game, which I guess sounds a bit stupid now that we won and suddenly we're like, oh, the refereeing was fun. Whereas when we lose, we're like, oh, the refereeing is terrible. That's pretty standard. But I, I didn't feel like the, the game was actually pretty good. Yeah, well, we'll get on to, get on to the game, I guess. Uh, oh, look, I just think, I don't know. I just felt I have I do have a little bit of a soft spot for the referees because it's just a they're very difficult and hard game to referee. And while I don't think Nick Berry did the greatest of jobs, uh, I mean, rugby Australia, it's almost like someone had, had gone out oh. and, and, and rolled it over the, the, the family dog with a bucky. That's how bad it is. Why did rugby Australia choose to fucking weigh in? Like, oh like, my God, that was what, my favorite. Because obviously, because well, it's an Australian what, 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 ref, it's one of their boys. They've got to protect at all costs. Oh, is is that why they did it? Yeah, yeah. Nick Berry's was yeah. one of theirs. So he's, no, they've, he's got pro- they've got to protect their national pride at all costs, Ben. Because Rassi yeah. clearly took a shot at Rugby Australia by pointing yeah. out discrepancies yes. in the way Nick Berry officiated. Also insinuating that Nick Berry didn't respect Sia Khaleesi at all either, which is obviously exactly what, I'm going to say this now, a large chunk of Australia also does. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think that's a, a totally unfair point. Um, I just that, that, That's why I just say I was really harsh. I do think it was effective. I do agree with you. I just left a bit of taste in the mouth. And I look at the English. I think the, the, the fact that it worked and the box won, they're very, very salty about it. As I was yeah. reading the media, Jesus, someone well, pissed no, into their cornflakes. But this so. is the problem because the, the disruption worked. Mm-hmm. That, that was the point. That's Eggs the whole... will be broken. Well, that's the whole point of these things. It's a, it's about it's about changing changing the rules. Yeah, but I, even, I mean, even I if think, they sort of yeah, like I, I like you said earlier about roasting or disrupting because I, I do think I believe that. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think there's a huge difference between what Rossi did and what we used to seeing from coaches all around the world, but you know, in particular on the side, in particular the English. Because yeah. I feel like Eddie Jones plays this game. Um, Warren Gatlin, okay, for Wales and the, the Lions, he's been known to play this game. Where he goes to the media and, like, it's, you know... Czech has also done, I mean, sort yeah, of yeah, back to Australia coming into their defence. Checker was notorious at it as well. Yeah. And, like, it, I understand there's a difference in medium where, you know, the coach doesn't actually 
sit down with a highlighter and a video and be like, oh, you know, as you can see here, the players coming into the side. But it's like, this is not even the first time that a coach has gone to the media in one form or another and said and complained about like decisions going yeah. against them. You know? yeah, but so, I, mean, like, I, I think it was more the, the method because it was so thorough and so planned out, obviously. Mm. Yeah, but but the, the allegations or the complaints. Yeah, the the, the 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 allegations are nothing new, but the way the way they were supported is, I think, what um, you know that that's sort of what broke ground. Yeah, no, it, was a, it was a methodical takedown. I, I it was, understand, but yeah. but, that's, but people are pretending like that's not what they're upset about. They're pretending like they're upset about oh. Rossi's brought the game into disrepute. We shouldn't question referees at all. But, <laughs> like, well, it's a it's long been a part of rugby I mean, management. Uh, yeah, he just took the gamesmanship to, to the well, next he, level. Yeah, he brought his receipts. But, like, other than that, you know, <laughs> if I had five rounds for every time a coach went to media, and complain about the referees. Yeah, well, well, sort of, sort of subtly repaint about the referees. Well, look, the, Ooh, yes, Gatland, that, that didn't seem right, but we all have to look at the videos. Yeah. So well, so Gatland, I, I just want people to be honest about their critique. Yeah. But, but, but uh, no, took umbrage with, you're saying, no, 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 people misinterpreted him. You're saying, no, I was talking about Ward Rugby instead of calling uh, Yonkers professionalism into a degree, which I don't think is entirely true either. So he's also... Crying sour grace, Ben. You want well, to make what, a final point, and we will just move on. As I said, we could talk yeah, about the well, rest of the year. What, what I um, have learned from this, I guess, not so much the video, but that there is actually a process where referees are sort of questioned and kind of reviewed. Off, well, not reviewed, but that, that there is like a that there is a mechanism. To be honest, I didn't think there was one. So. It is quite interesting yeah. that there is a obviously it seems like the process is quite flawed, but that there is a that there is a process where teams can kind of the what the refs have said about them, which is well what the you know, review the refs' decisions and kind of ask for clarification and stuff, which I find quite interesting. Oh yeah, so like the fact that <laughs> so the fact that he's trying to hold it at five o'clock on Sunday when he was, was asleep. Asleep, yeah, that's yeah. I. I I'm, I'm a little worried about that, to be honest, because the game kicked off at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, so it was in his yeah, bedtime. So what sort of, what, what sort of, what, what kind of sleep cycle was he on? Yeah, what sort of daylight saving pattern is he on? Like? Yeah. Maybe, maybe Nick Berry was still suffering from long-term jet lag, and we have no idea. Uh, that was my thought as well, but then he shouldn't have been resting the day before at about that time. Yeah. So He no, shouldn't I'm, have been on joking. the clock working, yeah. But, but maybe, maybe, but that's his thing. You know, you, you get some players who will, like, wake up, like, five minutes before a game and draw, like, pun it. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, I, I like a 5 p.m. Sunday afternoon as much as any class, so I'm not judging. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe just smashed a big roast dinner, a roast lunch, like, you know, like a lazy, like, 3 o'clock lunch, two glasses of red wine, and then just have a little nap. Like, I, tried, I tried making, so on this point, I tried making vegan uh, Yorkshire pudding yesterday. And they went pretty good. Ah. What? What? So will you replace the Yorkshire? egg out of that? What? M- milk and egg. Well, so normally New York is like equal parts egg, flour, and milk. Yeah. And then yeah. you just make sure you put it in the pan. But um, I don't know. So the rest, yeah, found. Okay, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there. That, that's. Uh... Uh, I want to. I just want to know what did you use for an egg substitute? Just uh, chickpea. Aquafana. I think that was part of the problem. I didn't use anything, so it was self-raising flour. Uh, so uh, basically, <laughs> just flour and water. Paste. So what you made was paste. It was oh. pasty. It was pasty. Okay. Okay. Why did it? Why? Why were you going vegan? No, no, no. Sorry, Ben. I'm going to stop you there. We need to move back to the rugby. I kind of think it's more important. To know why Alex was going I, I really enjoyed watching the rugby this weekend with my son. He's allergic to eggs and dairy. Oh, eggs, oh, okay. eggs as well. Wow. Do you, do you know what sport is a ball shaped like an egg? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby league, Ben. Let's talk about rugby. Adam, 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 can we talk about rugby? 
Oh, bro, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I was just going to say, beyond the Lions, so there has been actually some other rugby going on, more importantly, at the Olympics. Um, I'm just trying, I can't remember when South Africa shattered it against Argentina. Like, well done, Argentina, by like the way. Right it was, in the beginning. Yeah, like it was five players versus seven, and we still lost. Argentina picked up a bronze. That is correct. New Zealand, only a silver, and Fiji, everybody's favorite seven teams, they uh, won gold was fantastic as well mm-hmm. and in the women's women's side uh, fiji got bronze france second and new zealand won everybody's hearts with, uh, winning the gold medal oh, really? uh, ruby tui also giving no. a, a great interview oh, as well. oh, she, she's great though. i have plenty of time for the solar ferns and the women's side of new zealand rugby did, did, the men's did side did you hear what you said about how some of the new zealand players donated to the great british side so they could come yeah yeah that's no, great. I didn't realize they donated. What so, money? So, so, so yeah. the Great British side had, I'm guessing, some sort of like GoFundMe kind of campaign. Because uh, from what I understand, because obviously it's the four unions now, or three unions, because I itself now. But anyway, it's the three unions, and kind of none of them actually wanted to foot the bill. Well, no, that's the weird thing. Mm. So they, like... they, they have... They effectively had to self-fund it, or just England didn't want to foot the bill. Their portion of them. How does Great Britain like, get away okay. with like competing as a as like a colonial superpower? Yeah, but but yeah. It, it's it's weird though because it would sort of make the Olympics better if they weren't Great Britain, because you know, like Scotland, England, Wales would kind of put competitors up in most sports. I would say. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they should fucking try. Yeah. No. But yeah, because I saw but yeah, Ruby two is money. Yeah, the oh. men's, the Great British men's side. I think England's just outright scrapped their sevens program, so to speak. Like it's not professionally funded anymore, and I think that's sort of where it all came because the men also had to go through GoFundMe and like a deal, a commercial deal with World Rugby, uh, Scottish Rugby, and Welsh Rugby sort of was struck to mostly fund the Great British side, men's side. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I find that absurd. It's like if if the team has a good chance of winning a medal, they should, from the rugby fraternity anyway, yeah. fund it. So I'm very surprised, especially for a union that's like dripping money from every pool, as yeah. much as the RFU who love money. That means that we know this. Yeah, but I think sevens is actually quite expensive to have a sevens team because, mm. you know, you got to kind of constantly be flying them around the world. That's true. Okay, well, that's true. But uh, anyway, congratulations Wait, to another New one. Zealand. So yes. this fee, the Fijian woman, that's ah. their first. It's any. It's the first Fijian woman medal, Olympic medal ever. This the, this team's bronze medals. Oh, of any sport. Of any sport, and it's that's also cool. Fiji's third ever Olympic placing medal. Yeah. So the previous two being the two men's oh. gold medals. Oh, it would be it would be awesome if they won gold. It's like yeah, Fiji doesn't fuck around. Whenever we win a medal, we win gold. Gold, we three for three, baby. Yeah. I've I've always I don't know. Who, I think I was chatting to you guys about this. Like I'm surprised that Pacific Islanders aren't better at athletics. I think it's a serious force. Yeah, very much so. Um, that's why you see bigger nations journey. Well, I mean, also bigger populations, but Australia, which doesn't have that many people, that over. They're having a pretty good Olympics, actually. Yeah, do you know they've done? I know they've done well in the pool. They always kick ass, and that's how they measure their success in a certain way. And the hockey side's always good value. It's also nice to actually watch some hockey um, on TV. The the SA team didn't didn't do do themselves an injustice there. They play well. I thought the SA team. God, our water polo teams are pathetic. Oh no, they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. So so, because we don't play high level competition, and I guess I, I. base of players is, is very small but anyway uh congratulations to the G women's team for picking up a bronze uh, thank you matt for noting that very wholesome point you know that that's what that, that's what makes the show a family did, 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 sorry I, I i was listening but i forgot did matt mention that four of the players only took up rugby about 18 oh, months shit, ago? yeah i forgot that part i don't know yeah jesus that's... i wonder that, how that makes some of the other other players and other teams feel Basically, basically, Adam, you know how you started golf during the first lockdown? Well, started... Uh, no, I... Yeah. I, I, I yes. They, they effectively started rugby during the first lockdown and they're already a at professional... An, at an Olympic, like, uh, uh, at an Olympic yeah. level. Yeah, and they played at an Olympic level already. How I'm working on my balls. 
I'm working on my balls though. No, and the, and the chairman said to you that balls isn't an Olympic sport because there's too much luck. And he sounded very bitter about it. So I, uh, I, I think I think it's not a bad idea to invest big in balls early. So yeah. by the time you're sort of 60 and or everyone's like, oh, let me get into balls, you'll be a master already. True. No, I'm looking Proteus. Give me five years. Five years Proteus. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be right there. Someone said remind it. Remind, I can read it. Remind me then. Okay. Yeah, five years. I, I remember. I remember once in the school dining hall. I don't know if you guys. For some reason, there was this thing going around the school that if you swallowed a grain of pepper, you would only shit it out in seven years' time. Uh, I heard that uh, about yeah. gum. <laughs> no, I heard that about so pepper too. So it's like all... wood or whatever. Yeah, so we were all like, okay, we all gonna swallow like five grains of pepper, and then we gonna set a reminder, and for like five years, seven years time, to see if we shit it out. Like, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be two the day, so like, how would no, you? I think we said it to the day. So, so the 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 thing is, the pepper will take seven years in your stomach to digest and all that. But it won't stay. It'll pass through you unless it'll, it was out the next morning, Ben. Sorry, sorry yeah. to ruin it for you. This oh, is I, what I this is what private. Check, I, only, I only checked it. I only checked it seven years time. Yeah. This sorry, is what sorry private education. For you. It, it, it left your system the, the next day. This, this, is, this is what this is why Michael House looks so impressive on your CV. It's just you know it's like wow these boys are just broadening their minds. Like, they take they it. Shit, the take it to the yeah. limit. You know. Yeah, you know. Like you can. Pepper shaker. <laughs> so speaking of uh, peppery, peppery performances, oy, uh, the Allegrantes, they are the first, not, they won their first Major League Rugby title. I think it's the third season. They defeated Rugby Atlanta or Rugby LTA in the final at the Alien Memorial Coliseum. The with 7,000 fans. Um, quick fire tries from, I'm just reading from their release from John Ryberg. Uh, gave them a 12 point lead. And then Matt Ghetto also, I think he scored. Adam Ashley Cooper apparently had a good game. Those are living the dream. Atlanta hooker, Marco Janza van Rensburg. Um, he also did, did a bit of work. So well done to the Gininties. Their first season in MRR, and they claimed a title. Marky apparently. Isn't the guy that scrum off the ring for Bulls? Yeah, I think so. Um, I also just wanted to note the trophy. It's just a giant metallic crest. It's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. I like mm. it. I reckon, I reckon that's the kind of thing you would try slide down the stairs on. Oh, no, 100%, especially the LA Cats, because they're all fucking, if you see the post-match photos of them in the change rooms, they're all in their boxes and, like, skiing goggles on, Ben, so apparently they're all ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. They must have, I mean, guys like Cooper and Getz must be having the best time. No, they really yeah. are. Like, you must actually look at, the, like, the social media. Like, those Oaks are just having Yo, the well, best like... fucking gap here. You know, like yeah, like Ghetto comes to comes to work essentially on a Harley, just it just in underwear and a helmet. Yeah, like And I like in the I think um, I, I I was just talking to Ant yesterday and he he was watching the game and I could hear the commentary. They were talking through a whole bunch of the rules of the game before the game starts, and the commentary is better than what we get here. Mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard some good. I think they've actually got. I think it's one of the old UK cats that they actually sort of. Flew over mm. to sort of run commentary there. Good. Oh, it's the fourth season, no, no, but I, Yeah, but I, it's I, the third did... full season because last season was uh, ended. Yes, yes. But, but, so this, uh, is the third, this is the third final they've played. Uh, but I reckon because the UK guys are good commentators, why I can't stand them is, is because they're just so biased. Oh, so man. if you actually made them commentate on neutral leagues, it would actually, that's sort of would probably be where they're best. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, like, uh, Rugby World Cup commentary, in a certain sense, you get a little bit yeah. of that. It's actually yeah. it's relatively enjoyable. Um, just going quickly to New Zealand, it looks like they're going to play back-to-back tests. Eden Park due to a scheduling uh, snafu. I don't know the details of that. I'm just trying to find out. Is this... Uh, they've gra- might I be think, because of no, COVID. Yeah, they've graciously said they'll happily play an extra test or two in Australia for the travel allowances back into New Zealand. Yeah. So now Australia having a bit of a COVID spark, uh, so to speak. So now they're going to do that. And Ian Foster also said that the um, Lions game to South Africa put him to sleep. (laughs) In all fairness, fairness, it was about three in the morning and he is quite an old man. So yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, sorry, I think that was actually a bit of a clickbaity headline um, from The Guardian. So no, I, I do apologize to you. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry, if Ian Foster's a professional rugby coach, like... And he, he says be, that he game would, he, would, you he would he would he be has... analyzing the Springboks like come on. But he he did complain that it's well I'm not complaining that's me but it's become very tight almost risk free, um, and he did say that he the competitors in Tatra and the field good for what rugby and if you can continue to be competitive at this level of aspire I mean rugby in South Africa oh no that's not him that's Dion Davids pardon me Ugh, no, I'm bored already. Should be on Dion Davids now. No, 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 no. It's that's like obviously. Sure. Say I've never heard. I've never heard that so angry. Uh, so, Are you yes. sitting on on the, the mastermind behind the Yaku Yuhan account? Allegedly. Allegedly. I just I just can't wait to play the All Blacks. There's also the box are going stronger. We're going to get onto the game shortly. We're getting stronger with match fitness. I cannot wait to play the All Blacks. Um, yeah, I, I suppose fast if possible. I think it would be a nice contrast of style. One win makes me very, very, very cocky. Uh, I'm just two wins. The, <laughs> the previous two. So against New Zealand, they they won. Okay, so we New Zealand won 30-15. Then the Lions won 24-21, and they drew 15 all. Yeah. Okay, so that's 2017. Then Australia 2013. Lions won. Yeah. Like it was 2-1 or yeah, I'm just looking at the scores. So the first game was 22-21, the Lions. The second game was 16-15, Australia. And then the third game was a bit of a blowout, 41-16 to the Lions. But these are not, okay, 41-16 is obviously quite a high score. Yeah. But these are not high scores. 16-15, you know, 23-21... Like these are just, I just think that the criticism coming in the Springboks way is like a bit without context and perspective. Because normally you wouldn't see, you know, fantastically entertaining games, you know, on a brutalized Lions show anyway. So, and never mind the fact that like the box were the ones who were stifled on attack was the Lions. The, the Springboks have scored, have crossed the whitewash uh, five times by my count, including the two tries that were disallowed. Mm. And the Lions have crossed the whitewash once, which was the pushover ball try in the first mm. place. So, a... what the fuck? Who's playing boy rugby here? Also, don't well, forget, that was, the, that was also when New Zealand picked up their first red card in like fucking decades. Yeah, that's uh, true. Which one is that? It was like his first red card, like New Zealand, or the All Blacks' first red card since like the 60s or something yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I don't know if we had time to talk about it. I think the, the final court to draw the last test against All Blacks was bullshit. No, no, in my mind, the All Blacks won that series. So. I think so too. But yeah, I mean, just to get back, to get back to my point, I like. I think the Lions are playing a pretty boring brand of rugby. Very. And the Springboks, I think, are actually, like, uncharacteristically, well, not yeah. under Rossi, but, like, for the reputation the Bucks have, I think they're actually playing quite enterprising. Because yeah, I, I understand, yeah, like, kind of the, uh, I think I think they're just playing Bok rugby. They play percentages and then come in a 22. I think you're being a bit kind. This is standard no, 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 but high quality. They, I think I think the problem is is they get into a dominant position before they really go balls to the wall before they yes. you know kick, yes, kick yes, the yes, cross yes. kick or whatever which is yeah. which is good rugby to be honest that's sensible no, rugby. It, it? it is sensible, but like I say, we crossed the white rush five times. You know the oh. if I mean you think back to last week and the uh, uh, Pimpy. Uh, Larue, who scored the try? Well, uh, it was just hard. Oh, yeah. oh, the disallowed one was. Just live one, yeah. Larue. It was Billy Larue. There were two. Okay, so, and so Billy was, I think. was ruled offside. Um, fair enough. Um, I, you know, I'm not questioning the referee's decision. But that was a really pretty try if, it, if it's awarded. 
you know, there's interplay between backs, the grubber slash chip and chase. And I don't think you're going to see much better tries scored against a team like British Lions or that. Um, so what was the other try that was disallowed last week? Sorry, two weeks ago? Yeah, there are two tries that were disallowed. No, but the other one was was the Islander Booker, but the knock-on was legit. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not questioning any of the calls. Yeah, but, but saying they, that they they asking the question like in, yeah, like uh, we're playing, we're, we're scoring tries with our bat line. We scored tries with um, we scored tries with my baby Blue. Um, last week he said, or two weeks ago he said the other. Yeah, the SAA game, Colby Colby scored the one, and well, the other one was kind of like an interception that, type. Yeah, like. Yeah, like, you know, you know, like, all the noise I'm hearing is like we're the team that's like just mooring. Yeah, we haven't scored pulling. a more try, I think. This... We haven't even gone for one. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of count the, the um try as a more try. Yeah, the more created. <laughs> certainly yeah. created that. No, I, I guess, like, I hear you, and I must admit, I'm glad, glad you mentioned the 2017 tour. I can't really remember the 2013 tour, but 2017, the Lions team could play a bit, actually. Especially Liam no, Williams, Williams at 15. The, so, Lion, the Lions team were better yeah, in 2017. They, they could play a bit. So, look, I'm very... I guess this is a nice uh, transition point to just, I guess, this week and looking at the team. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Can I can I make one final point? Mm. Uh, you know how during the SAA game, everyone was like, ooh, the Lions are holding something back. They have some tricks yeah. on attack or whatever. They have fuck all tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the crash ball, they, they perfected it now to a point where it's yeah. useless. They've not yeah, done crash right. ball so much. It's like saying a word too many times. It sounds funny in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess like, talk, talking this week, just some of the news. Um, three three boxes have been called up to the squad. Roscoe Speckman, Dan Dupre. I thought that they left the country. Dupre, he's clearly still here. And Yokoka Johan Krobola, they've all joined the box in Cape Town, along with uh, Dwayne Vermeulen, though we don't quite know who's playing. Yes, thank you. They were the additions to the team on Sunday. If I have to clerk, I think picked up a leg injury. Um, Dwayne, why do I keep saying? Oh, it is Dwayne. Uh, he'll be a shot, though um, Jasper Visa didn't have a bad game. Uh, we are a little bit concerned, I guess, with the fitness of Peter Toy after that shithousery. I think that's from... why Dupre has been called up because yeah, Duan probably... van Weber. So, yeah. No, but um, Dan Dupre much probably got called up as cover for much probably like Franco Master taking seven and then one of the other uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's probably bench cover for at best. Yeah. Well, so I'm just call. looking at like the ship that like the reshuffle that's going to happen, mm. shifting yeah. someone into seven for Peter Steff. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely. The the intention is definitely not to start these guys. It's no, uh, no, no. no definitely they, like Jaden Hendricks says, there is yeah. like third, third seed at, at scrum half still. It's like yeah, if yeah, something goes like, wrong, by the time yes, captain's yes, practice, yeah. like the cap last captain's run happens yeah. or whatever, these guys might, if like shit goes pear Yeah, so so yeah, he will break the box one day. So Butter and Sanello Nohamba were previously called up. So like the idea of calling Kobla and Hendricks ahead of them. I think, um, is like just give as many guys as possible exposure to the bot camp. Um, but it's really unlikely that we're actually seeing mm. these guys in action. But so I'm, I'm a bit confused by the Dan Dupree quarter. Yeah, like, that's really if, if Dwayne is now fit, we still have Visu, we still have Kracher. Um, you know, guys like Sia and even Martha from Sudden could probably play it. So if if it's cover for Peter Steph being injured, I understand that the most likely move is to put one of our locks at seven, blindside. But then, you know, Jean-Luc was originally in the squad as like a lock UC cover. So either way, it seems like we should have called up Jean-Luc. I don't know. It seems to hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It is a little bit odd. And also just with... Um... Dwayne being called back, I don't think he can ride the bench. He either starts or is not match 23. I don't think he's a bench option, in a sense. So Maybe he's going to like add a bit of just, maybe he's not even going to play. He's there as sort of a... Possibly. Mm. Just a experience, like a quick crash course in experience for like Visso or someone. It's, it's, it's not bad just to have Dwayne there as a bit of smoke and mirrors, because they're mm. going to have to... Um, so hard for him you know if there's any chance Dwayne is not like, like like they probably you know watching fucking videos of him right now 
Yeah, apparently yes, squads sir? are coming out, teams are being announced tomorrow, I just want to... Yeah, but if I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I was Rassi, I would deliberately... Um, wait. Yeah, well, if I was Shark, sorry, I would deliberately <laughs> wait. Oh, sorry, Shark, yes. Wait, wait, wait until about Wednesday, just to just to let that... Do but apparently they, they say if you're not fit to train on Monday, you don't play. Yeah. That's fair. That's, that's, no, that's fair. That's, that's how you avoid uh, that's issues. Something, that's something we haven't really spoken about. It's like the whole move by the box to announce teams on Tuesday and like call out the lines to announce on Wednesday, where it's like both of them pretty much entitled to wait until Thursday. But yeah. it's, it's really interesting. Like, I mean, it's part of the whole, I mean, it's what, it's what you're saying, but like the. Yeah, oh, they got some picks in the sheep on the AM. No, they're fucking dead. They like they know exactly what they're doing, and they're gonna like just challenge you to meet the headline basically. And that's been the way that Drucky and the Jacques have approached this tour, is you know name the team on Tuesday and be like, we don't, we're not hiding anything. Like there's no deception about like the lineup or how we're gonna play. It's just up to you to beat us. No, yeah. pretty much. I mean, the box aren't going to do anything that, um, I'm not saying surprise people. People know what we're going to do. It's just a question of stopping it. Uh, that's it's kind of completely different question entirely. Just to, to talk about the game itself, just, I mean, we could spend hours talking, gosh, we really spent hours talking about discipline from the previous week. Um, the only person that appears who's been sighted for the game is Carl Sinclair for the thing that nobody <laughs> saw, but for fighting. <laughs> it's, it's, re it's really weird because you see, you see all these tweets that say, okay, Faf needs to get cited, Colby needs to get yeah. cited, Itojo needs to get cited, yes. uh, Hog needs yes. to get cited, yeah. who gets cited? I really, I really fucking, want Hog to fucking, be cited. Fuck, fucking Sinclair on an incident, like, no, no one, one picked up, it wasn't even on camera, anything. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I can't believe none of this players got cited, the, maybe it's Ford Rugby washing their hands of the whole the thing. So, this sounds a bit weird, but do you think they asked to see, like, the bite mark? They d I think they did because I think my, by the looks of what I've seen now sort of afterwards is that they've sort of Mustard did show I think the ref and Sian Mustard showed the ref but we didn't see it because yeah. cover the coverage changed to uh, Itoji and DDA arguing Boy. with each other yeah. it happened like mm -hmm. seconds before Itoji started kneeling on DDA's neck and then they <laughs> Maybe the sighting commissioner thought that DDA sl like slapped him and pushed him enough that he's now scared of life or whatever. Because no, I, I I'm perfectly like fine with people saying it shows you nothing wrong, how to nothing wrong. Like, I'm I'm fed living that world, but like surely it should at least be scrutinised. Yeah, like surely Maybe, there should have uh, been like a hey, come let's just all check this out together. Yeah, maybe, maybe the sighting commission's just letting the police deal with it because it was essentially <laughs> attempted murder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, the first one was, was just a, a nibble. I must say, Bunnings was the weirdest like, infringement. I don't understand why. Such a strange why? one. It makes why why bite do, do, do you think do you think that's why do you think that's why Ardy never wants to wear a gum guard so he keeps, <laughs> keeps the option of the bite? You never know. You never know, Artie, we we, uh, we didn't mean that. He's very active on social media. He might even listen to us, guys. You never know. Um, well, I think if I listen to us, we'd know. If he calls us do. out, fuck, our episode will explode. Good I'm, really, just... I'm ready for a trouble with Artie Sevilla. Fuck yeah. I, I, I think, I think we, we just need people to tweet Artie Sevilla and be like, Artie, you, you, you're going to take this shit from these guys. Like, who are these I'm, guys? I'm going to tweet him and pretend like I'm a different Alex. Specifically, not me, maybe. Yeah. No. Don't I, I will say, yeah. uh, Chisholm Colby was very lucky to not get a red card. Yes, he was watching the ball, yeah, but I based on previous stuff, he was very yeah. lucky. No, but actually, I actually, when, when you read the rules, because I, when, when I saw it, I was Oof. like, oh, yeah, just Ben, you're like, when you yeah. read the rules, actually, that's... no, 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 okay, uh, so, so when, when I saw it, I was like, I was like, okay, that's a red. But the, the rules, the biggest sort of mitigator is, were you in a position to catch the ball? Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Are you going to lawyer this? And he, no, no. And he was in a position to catch the ball. Yeah. Had, he he, had, he, he didn't have eyes. Out. 
he didn't even look at Murray at any point. No, that's true. Well, I'll agree but with the, you. But do, do, you know what, do you know what I think actually saved him from a red, though? Was Dan Bigger bloody being an obstructive little git? Because mm. if, if Dan Bigger wasn't there, then it would have just seemed like Chesley just ran straight into Murray. So, mm. yeah. So, I think this is really interesting because... Um, I've got the same view as Ben, but very different reasoning. So um, I don't think that I don't think Baker's line uh, changed Colby's like ability to challenge for the ball in the match. Um, and I don't I don't think so. Yes, it's true. If you take the jumping play out of the equation, then technically Colby was in position to catch the ball, but it doesn't change the fact that the the Chelsea player Murray was jumping for the ball. So bearing in mind that the opponent opponent was jump was jumping, Colby wasn't in a realistic position to challenge because he was like a meter and a half below the point where the guy the guy competing was catching the ball. So he was never gonna catch unless he jumped as well. But I think that in terms of the law, the key thing is actually where the player lands. So if Murray had landed with his shoulder or head first instead of his arm, it would have been a red card. Yeah. But because his arm hit the ground first, in terms of the letter of the law, and I'm quoting the Scottish guy from Land Duty here, um, basically it's the yellow card because his arm made his first contact with the ground. And I think it's bullshit law because when Colby made contact with Xavier, he had no way of knowing how he was going to land. And, you know, Ben, you and I, Matt, time for legal backgrounds, you know how bullshit is that a law would be outcomes based instead of, you know, action based. But it is. So basically, the law says, if I'm not mistaken, uh, challenging the air is. Uh, automatically yellow if the player you know, does a due caution against it, and it's red if he if the player makes contact with the ground, head or shoulder area first. So that's why it was yellow, correctly I believe. And I don't think Kobe was lucky in terms of the call he got. I think he was lucky in the way that Conor landed. But yeah. other than that, I think it was a really great ball. What I think should have been a red is Joanne's trip. Because oh, that's uh, fucking grabbing. It wasn't even a trip, it was an yeah. outright kick. Like he lashed out yeah. at him with his foot. It wasn't like he put him put his foot out. Like there was it had momentum, it had force behind it. It was more a kick than a trip. Yeah. And uh, that for me is like probably like foul play. Trying like any time you ride on challenge the air is okay it's actually more dangerous so i wouldn't necessarily mind if the law was changed to say that it should be read um because it is very dangerous but what grand fun moment it is like after i like it's bullshit like the whole point of you see attack with the arms like yeah. a, a kick is arguably worse you know i'd like to hear from someone like ross ducker from science sport, but a kick is obviously is arguably worse than a shoulder charge. I don't know. Yeah, no, because I, I think actually that injured Colby as well. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Because I think Duan, the most valuable contribution he might have had, I think he injured Peter Steff and Colby. Yeah, no, he was... I, I don't know how he didn't get... He should have just been cited, like, for, as Ben said, just multiple impacts on the game. Like, just overall, like, this wasn't enough to be a red necessarily. This wasn't enough to be a red necessarily. But you've been mm. a shit cunt throughout the match. You should have yeah, picked yeah. up two yellows and picked up a red and left. Yeah, I like, I, I can't imagine he's going to play next week, to be honest. Like, I think he's going to drop straight out of the 22. Also, I'd just like to point out that I think I've called it here that he didn't get much play in SA, especially at the Bulls, because he has a shit attitude. And I think this yeah. weekend he showed off how much of a cunt attitude he has. Yeah, could be. Mm. Yeah. So just in terms of the, the game briefly, before we just look ahead to um, this week, just one or two points each about who played well, um, and then uh, we can maybe just look at next week. It kind of it's kind of the same conversation. Uh, I mean, overall, 
four packs that up a lot better. Viso is very solid as an eight, if yeah. not spectacular, um, um, which is I, fine, which is what we I, needed. I think I think I owe Sia Khaleesi a bit of an apology for comments I made about three years ago. <laughs> About being a luxury great tackle, player. Great because, no, 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 obviously that tackle's part of it, but that's the kind of thing a luxury player does. Yeah, a luxury player does like one massive tackle that, that, and pulls it and rests but, but you know, okay, so so Peter Stephen Toy goes off, arguably the player with the greatest work rate in rugby. Hmm. Yeah, far from maybe arguably. Frank, far from maybe Franco Master. Yes, okay. But, but then. Kwaka comes on, but obviously Kwaka can't do that Peter Steph role. But who stepped up and did it? Khaleesi. Yeah. Which, is, which isn't his traditional role, and he fucking did it like a champion. So, mm. good on you, Sia. Yeah. You weren't a luxury player for one week. Okay. He's finally got Ben's blessing. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, he's finally got my blessing. I'll, I'll, <laughs> finally, I'll finally respect him. Like, who did yeah. respect him? Uh, Nick Berry. Yeah. yeah. Two years after even the World Cup. But yeah, I think I think the big difference between this week and last week was actually our bench uh, from the road. Because last week, Trey Van Eyck started and did really well. And then, sorry, I keep saying last week, two weeks ago. Um, and then Kitsov and Mahoba came off the bench and were pretty fucking useless. And mm. like that lack of go forward ball is probably what gave that gave in the momentum in the second half of the first test. And let's not forget, at halftime of the second test, the Lions were winning. And we're pretty good value for their lead, I thought. Um, yeah. And it was when, you know, maybe I'm wrong about the timing, but Trevor and Koch coming off the bench with marks and just bringing a lot of heat to the lineups and scrums is, I think, what won the game for us. Yeah. Uh, yes, I know. I said earlier that we're throwing tries or crossing the line to our backs. No, but, but you need you need to be going forward. Your pack needs yeah, to be going we'll, forward. We'll know how it works. You can do that. Sure. Exactly. We'll know how it works. And if you don't have a, a pack on the front foot, then you're going to struggle to get the ball scouts out front to be and um and have them work the magic. So yeah, like I think the fact that and look, we got world class forwards, like. You know, in best of times, if we can bring in guys like Lourdes, Achia, um, you know, even Dwayne from Milan, I mean, he might come with the bench this week. Together with guys like Idikan and Koch, like, like, that's a ridiculously good front, like a forward pack, have. And that's the whole logic behind the 60s, but it's the fact that we can sustain that pressure. Yeah, and that, well, we also we, we play we play to our strengths as well. Exactly. So I think that's the big difference between two and this week. And yeah, if we can get it right this coming week, then honestly, I'm I'm very confident now. Like I was obviously off the first test, I was like, well, fuck. Yeah, forwards just done the the, the zigzag that they used to, but. It seems like that was maybe an anomaly. Yeah, that was a bit of rustiness. Yeah. So if we can replicate the third test, what our bench forwards brought in the second test, then yeah, I can't it. see the, the lines matching us. Um, just just another individual shout-out. I thought Lude was so good. Mm. Like he came on and the, the line-outs just took, uh, you know, suddenly the line-outs were smooth. Like the lines weren't even fucking bothering to contest. Yeah. After, after you know, we were just he was getting higher than them, we are sharper than them. Yeah. Maybe marks as well deserve some credit for this, but also, and I also think it helped the scrums because putting mustard on the side of the scrum adds a whole lot of beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, li- I like I like that option. Like if Lord is back down of percent and it seems like he is, then playing him, starting him at at five and mustard at seven, just create such a powerful pack. Yo, the problem is they need another lock on the bench. How how Achia's knees? Uh, That'll be a bomb to drop, just Achia on the bench suddenly. Oh. Well, even Lund on the bench was like yeah. pretty out of yeah. I guess it would probably be Mother Ari. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't want Marvin Ari on the bench. No. <laughs> no one wants Marvin Ari doesn't want Marvin Ari on the bench. <laughs> and just uh, also a very quick shout out to Makazole Mapimpi. Great try, by the oh, way. Man. Good, good, good on uh, Andre Palladazzo for the kick, semi-faking the pass and kicking it. Um, so we do play, which which is good. So now looking ahead, um, Ben, I know you love a, a team discussion. It really oh. gets you, it gets you riled up. So I'll just I'll just mention the lines very briefly. I'd like to see I've lost the name of the reserve scrummy, uh, the Scottish dude. I put Eddie Price. Price. Yeah, I I think he should come back in for Conor Murray. I was really surprised that he even starts. Yes, yeah, I thought he was actually very good in, in the first test. So Murray should come back in. You'll probably see Liam Williams coming at 15 for Stuart Hogg. Yeah. Uh, um, Don Van der Merwe he'll get dropped. So I'm not quite sure who the 11 is. I mean, even Dan Bagwell, Matthew Owen Farrell. E. Josh Adams. Oh, yes. Yeah, and he's had been a bit unlucky. Um, that's the thing about the Lions, eh, Ben? I think you made the comment they could just bring in another international uh, as well. So um, I think at scrum time, though, right? You won't see too many changes to the pack, in fairness. It's uh, mostly maybe Jack Conan, Mike Swap for Fanatile. And then I'm just this Chris Harris is all right. Henshaw was okay. Oh, and the eyes I said, Owen um, Farrell probably a 10 so changes are plenty and i really rate liam williams so he does mm. he's, he's a world-class player i'm just surprised he hasn't started yet uh but look in fairness they won the first test you can't blame him for not making too many changes for the second uh, then just for the box we know that there will be enforced changes um personal yankees is a good chance he'll start uh question marks over he'll take peter's death's place which and that may really change up the pack would you start michael marks or would you keep no. I, I think I think keep the same formula. It, clearly, this is yeah. this is a this is a winning formula. It's, yeah, I think the only changes that need to be made in the box side are to cover injuries. Nothing else needs to yeah. be fiddled with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah maybe doing doing if he's like unfit. But yeah, yeah, if he's somehow fit enough to play. Yeah, I hope so. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I I kind of hope that. Um, the Lions do shake things up because I think if particularly if they play Farrell at 10 then I'll feel really confident. What about but, Finn um, Russell? If they play Finn Russell at 10 That's fucking balls to the wall. We, the only way, we've got to match madness with madness. we got to start out with Yanchi said. It's the only solution. <laughs> the only, just cancel each other out with pure... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I feel like if, they, if they're going to play Finn Russell at 10, they should have done it the whole turn. Yeah, no, because no, moving no, from, no. from bigger no, you, to, you to Russell, like, yeah, it's, it's, asking... like, it's like going from like a like a glass of red wine in the evening to fucking three lines of crack. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the note for me to end this. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But I've still got a big call to make. Oh, oh, what's a big call? Oh, I was also going to make a, make a comment, yeah? Oh, shit, okay. Uh, do we all have a big call? I don't think uh, I've got a big right, call. No, but I, 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 I have like two big calls. Okay, I have one yeah. big, big big comment and one big call, okay? Okay. Okay, okay but my big, my big comment is that if all the kicks had gone over, it would have been 32-12. Oh, yes. That's oh, right. yes. That's space. Yeah, okay. Um, and my, so my, my big call is that... I'm glad that Otoje hasn't been cited because if he was cited and then we beat them next week, they'll say, oh no, it's because Otoje wasn't playing. So I'm glad they must play at their best. They mustn't get any sightings. I hope Sinclair's sightings overturned as well. Yeah, but I mean, Sinclair's so they... there by the skin of his teeth anyways. Because remember, he's like a late caller. <laughs> oh fuck, he's ruined that story now by being a late caller and just Yo, no, fucked no, it no, by biting someone. Also, also all his great narrative teeth. about oh, how... Yeah. how how, how okay. proud he is to play for the Lions and what an honor it is and how gutted he was to miss out and how elated he was to get it. Then he fucking, he... Goes, and, then he fucking goes and bites a dude. So he clearly means fuck all. Like. <laughs> uh, okay, Matt, what's the big call? What did you tell him to think one? Do I have to have a big call? I don't think I prepared. You don't have to. I didn't prepare you for don't... this. Um, so... To be fair, it was, it was additional homework. So yeah, no. I'm, I'm not getting you're... extra credit. Fuck that noise. No, it's just more of an observation because uh, the rugby hasn't been too stimulating um, at times, but it's just maybe because South Africa's style is just so South African and so effective. We effectively re- we effectively retarded the Lions' 
Lions thinking about being ambitious, playing elephant Russell and stuff. So it's just that orbit aura of Springbokness has brought has brought the series down to our level. I feel like you will listen to my rant earlier at all. They've made their choices. They've gone to Finn Russell and they haven't used him. Yeah, just to give them options. But I just I just think we've like we live in Warren Gatlin's head rent free. Grassy even more so. But uh, I think he's almost played himself I, to quote I, DJ I actually, I actually saw a tweet and it was a British guy complaining. He's like, fuck, uh, Rassi Erasmus is living in the ref's head rent-free. And I was like, yeah, that, that was the fucking point. That's why he did that. Yeah. And, and so no, no big call for me. Basically, it worked. I'm, I'm just thinking of back in the box to, to win it. Uh, okay. by five. I'm looking forward to the last game. Um, oh, so yeah, I'll, I'll also say box by five. Um, but okay, all right, so I'll make my big call to yes. the producers. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, so like a mic drop. Um, I think Marcus Zola Mapipi is the best one in the world. Oh, I appreciate that. I respect that call. Do, do, do you know? I think he's know... probably the, the the wing with the most attempted turnovers in the world. I think he's better than Colby at this point, and Colby was yeah. previously the best wing in the world. Okay, that's fair. Um, and who's who's New Zealand's eleven at the moment? George well, Bridge is better than George Bridge. He's uh, better than George Bridge. He's better than Caleb Clark, I think. Better than Sydney. Um, I think he's been in series. Mm, yeah, when well, the reasons are fourteen anyway. So uh, I, I, I think it. If you judge a wing on purely the ability to score a try, yes. But yeah. uh, well, what else do you think would drag him down? No, I, I think he's really. Yeah, really. I, I think he's a very complete player. My yeah. my only issue is that he's thirty one, so it spits in the face of my uh, no good. Wings, no good wings over 25 exist theory. So I'm to be fair, man, he did start professional <laughs> rugby incredibly late. So if you roll back, if you account for mm. the time that he spent not oh, playing professional so, so, so rugby, may, he's like 25. May, maybe, maybe my actual, the actual way, like the theory presents itself, is no wings have played rugby for longer than no. Once you've played rugby for 13 years, you lose your ability to play wing. Yeah, like yeah. first class rugby essentially. No, no, it, in, it's in rugby. No, because he, he did play rugby. No, he did play rugby. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's my, that's my big I think he's the best in the world. Very, uh, just a very random side point. I was looking at the Guardians ratings for the Lions players, and for Carson Clare, they have no chance to make a mark. Not quite true. He uh, <laughs> he, he did make a mark. I was actually going to say something that I thought was mildly intelligent, but I've now forgotten. I don't just, risk it. You'll ruin the time. Yeah, I feel like it would have elevated the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Dick. Um, okay, let's go. In terms of predictions, we both, uh, Alex and I, believe the yeah. Boxer win by five. Uh, Matt and Ben, what's no, the? No, I, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna break them. We're gonna, what, what do you think, Ben? We're gonna win by. We're gonna on, We're gonna get to 30 po- 32 points and on purpose give away like four penalties. Yeah. What? 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 Does, <laughs> just what, like what let does, them get. What, what? What's the maximum you can do in Super Brew? 140. Yeah. Free box by 140. We have no credibility left. You heard it, Jeffers. Ben, Ben, I'm gonna price this right you. Springboks by 141. <laughs> you can't, you can't, man. Uh, like break the smart, the, that breaks the rules of Super Brew, man. I feel like the smart, Spring, the smart Springbok, price is right, it's like 139. Yeah, 139, yeah. So I'll be in there with the mod, I'll need to sneak the mod. <laughs> <in there. Yeah. laughs> that, that's smart, man. That, that's, that's... If, if you win by like no. 50, no one gets smart. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as close as you guys think. Okay. I um, think if, if, yeah, if I like the, the confidence. Like like to, to me the lines are they're done. They're tired of being in South Africa, they're tired of all the shit he's putting them through, they're tired of just <laughs> being fucking manhandled every time they pick up a rugby ball, like nah, they're done. They must go home now. Okay. Well we will be so we'll be sending them home on that note. Uh, I guess that that's where we're going to put it off. The major Ben just saying the last that, 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 That's that's why they that's why they're all fighting people and shit. They're just like, ah, oh, we done here. How can I get back on the plane? Like, oh, it's it's over. I'm yeah, shit, 
yeah, at Arabic office state, there's anarchy right now. And <laughs> actually, do you know what? Though, like, there was like a whole inside thing about like, oh, who's the fines master and who's in charge of laundry and who's. I was like, this just sounds cuck. It sounds forced. Like, I'm fucking <laughs> done with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. On that on that note, I'm bleak. I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Eddie Directly Panther. We will be back next week to celebrate the the, the Springboks' 141 point victory over the Lions. Uh, you heard it here first. He called it. Uh, ben, thank you very much for for being here. Very much appreciated, and your confidence is making me confident. So that's good. I'm glad I can rub off on you. Adam. Thanks. Thanks, Carl. I appreciate it. Uh, Matt, uh, thank you as well. <laughs> do, you, do you think that counts as a lewd statement that we'll lose our sponsorship? No, we're not sponsored. out, Ben. We're not, we're not sponsored yet. We've got to get rid of all our lewdness now. Yeah, we get it out before this week. When we check them all listening now. They're like, nah. You know what happens if Lua Diaga plays in a game? That's a problem. Lewd yeah. Oh, guys, come on, <laughs> give me some help here. Fuck. Um, what, was, that, was that the clever thing you wanted? To say? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was. I, no, it wasn't. I thought that was a good pun. I'm gonna tell you guys what these. Uh, Matt. I feel like I feel like I peaked. I'm gonna get a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, Adam, save yeah. that one for our next fantasy league. Lewd behavior. <laughs> I mean, that was funny, and I found that very hurtful at the same time. But uh, Lewis and defamatory. <laughs> thanks. Well, okay, thank you, Matt. But then you say goodbye. Alex, thanks very much. Please hit. We'll catch you next week. Thanks very much. Bye. Uh, cheers, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs>